Alrighty. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Episode five of the Friends in the Wild podcast. Mally, how are you? Oh, I'm just doing fabulous. How are you? I'm doing pretty good for a Monday, I would say. Oh, yes, that's true. Today, we're <laughs> oh, not. Yes. <laughs> Today, we're recording on a Monday, the worst day of the week. Arguably, so But now say. it's the best. Speaking of, this is just, we're just throwing this out here, okay? Throw it. it. There's a chance that we should change the day that we upload our podcast. Why would you ever say we, that? <laughs> I know Friends in the Wild Fridays is perfect. And I don't know, maybe we should leave it. But it's just a thought I've had so that people have more days, like immediately, to go listen on their drives. Because no one, no one listens to podcasts on the weekends, you know? I do. Do you? Sometimes. Okay. I just hate to take away. It's Friends in the Wild Friday. Friends in the Wild Monday? (laughs) No. Immediately no. We we could do Friends in the Wild Wednesday. We could do Wild Wednesdays. (gasps) We kind of could. Okay, we'll workshop it. Anyways, what's been going on with you? Nothing much, honestly. I've just been... Working and hanging out. I've been off work for like four days now, so I've just been chilling. But I've had a good little weekend. Today was President's Day, so everyone was off of work. So the whole fam was around, and it was just fun. Well, that's why it was a good day. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, Kidding. I don't even know today was President's Day. I'm sorry, Washington. George Washington, our founding father. And two. All the other presidents we've ever had. But isn't it on his birthday? Isn't today his birthday? No. I think it is. Should we sing to him? Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need to sing on our podcast. We already do enough of it. Right. That. Actually, I do it. You never sing. I'll have to work on it. Petition for Mally to sing more in the comments. Something we do, though, is quote song like in our normal conversation if we say something we will just start quoting an entire song so if you ever catch us yeah like if one of us talks about ourselves, we might say you're so vain you probably think this song is that about was, you that was a whole era of our lives we quoted you're so vain every day seven times a day um another thing we are so we said our intro is going to be less than 10 minutes this time and we have so far not even gotten into any life updates well, oh, so we need did. to hit the fast forward button. We do. I'll tell you, okay, I have a funny story and then you can take the floor. <laughs> so I was at work this week and the fire alarm went off. Oh. So I'm learning how we handle fire drills, obviously, which is by grabbing a fire extinguisher and trying to find the fire. You're which, kidding. No. Are you serious? Yeah. So we just closed the patient's doors and got a fire extinguisher and went to try to find it and like a bunch of other nurses came just all lugging fire extinguishers on their shoulders anyways so while I'm out in the hall fighting this fire as one does um this lady walked past me and she had a cheetah print purse and I was like man her purse is so oddly square shaped I was like it's a perfect square that's so weird So fast forward, we're like back on the unit and I'm opening all my patient's doors back up because the fire is non-existent. Someone just pulled the alarm. And 
I see my patient and I'm like, what is on their chest? And I look closer and I walk in their room. Um, there's a guinea pig on her chest. <gasps> <laughs> I about fell out in the floor. I was like, a what? Dig. Yes. And I mean, I was just in such disbelief. It was just sitting there. And then it caught up and started nibbling on their ear. Stop. I'm not kidding. I was going to ask what was wrong with the patient, but you can't say that, can you? HIPAA. Um, (laughs) You can share the guinea pig of it all. Really? I was, that was a first for me. I've never seen a lab. Obviously, you're not allowed to bring animals into the hospital like that, unless it's like a service. (laughs) This was not a service guinea pig. This was just a wild. And the woman, it wasn't a purse. It was a cage that she'd put a cloth over and a strap. A wild guinea pig. Literally out in the wild. <laughs> so we had a student with have, us. We should have the guinea pig on the pod. It was truly in the wild. And I was its friend. We had a student <laughs> with us. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, can you go take this patient's temperature? Because I wanted her to walk in and be as shocked and dumbfounded as I was. And she walked in there. And thought it was so funny. And later we were talking, she said, I held it. <laughs> I was like, oh. She held the guinea pig. Yes. So that was my wild story of the week. Maybe that you should must, be a thing. A wild story. We should have a segment. We should, no, I almost just said we should do it on Fridays. Like we, A, release anything on any day other than a Friday. Or B, record anything every day. Anyway. um, Shit. So... What did you do? Did the guinea pig leave? Yeah, it packed its bags and walked right out. <laughs> it got back in that leopard print bag. Cheetah print bag. So sorry. I don't... It's my nurse that's, like, precepting me went in there and I heard her say, oh, you can't have guinea pigs. <laughs> and they didn't leave immediately. But she was gone by the end of my shift. So that's all. For all I know. Could have been under the sheets. I don't know. But it was crazy. But, you know, it probably was comforting to the patient. She was smiling and happy. And that's And I was, too. Maybe you should encourage guinea pigs in the hospital setting. Right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be an advocate. Yeah. I'm sure the the cheetah print bag lady left a suggestion in the suggestion box for the hospital. Yeah, she was advocating for it, too. She's like... Really? Yeah, she said... Animals are the best therapy, and I agree. Maybe not, you know, when there are very sick patients around who might be allergic to guinea pigs for all we while, know. While the patient's literally hooked up to machines, there's a guinea pig It's nibbling on the wires. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting morphine in its system. It's actually, it's dangerous to the patient and the guinea pig if we're Right. <laughs> Anyways, that was my... My little story, but you yourself have had quite the week. I have. Um, oh, today I went and picked up my cap and gown, which is pretty exciting. That's so exciting. Up. And I got my first acceptance to law school. So Yay. that's kind of crazy that I could actually go to law school now. <laughs> I mean, I've, you know, I thought I was going for my entire life, but now it's like I actually can, you know. Yeah, you're into one. All yeah. you have to say is yes, and then you'll be there. I've said I wanted to go. They said they wanted to accept me. So it's just have to say yes and pay them a large sum. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. So I've applied to some more, and I'll that one 
I was expecting that to be quicker, but the rest of them should take a little bit. But anyway, I can go to law awesome. school now, officially. When do you think you'll hear back from the other ones? I would say, well, I've applied, like, pretty late in the cycle. Um, the cycle's, like, basically from August or September until April is when you have to, like, make deposits. Um, so... I would, I mean, I'll definitely know by April. So I would say mid-March. Okay. I'll know from all of them or most of them that I applied to. All righties. Everyone's mark your calendars. Mid-April. <laughs> no. Mid-March. Sorry. No one asked for an end of cycle recap. That's what everyone on Reddit <laughs> calls them. Oh, I will Super be. Super splitter end of cycle recap. Don't worry, guys. No I'll ask for you. <laughs> I'll keep everyone uh, in the know. You do, you do have to keep all my life updates outed to the podcast world. I do. You, I you just, keep everything out in the open. I know. I just want everyone to be equally as proud of you as I am. That's really what uh-huh. I'm trying to do here. For the record, she's never this nice to me when we aren't hitting record. Oh. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> they don't just believe kidding. you. So. I'm just kidding. The only time that we're nice to each other, kinda, is in letters that we write to each other, like snail mail, like actual letters, and on the podcast now. In sickness and in death. That's when we're nice to each other. What? That was one of us is of sick, times. or one of us is having like a major life crisis. That's about the only time we'll be nice to each other. Okay, well, I said letters and podcasts, so that's two very oh. different times. That's health. That's health and love. That's true. You're so right. We choose. Um, anyways, love. we just can't do it in everyday life. No. Gosh, no. But do you have any other? Because mm. we are on a time crunch, baby. We are on a time crunch. We got I don't some, think I have anything else. We got some very constructive feedback from some listeners. <laughs> yeah, and their said, podcast was too long. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, yeah, sorry we love to talk to each other. Heavens. Whatever. Okay, let's tell let's tell the listeners what we're gonna chat about today. This this episode's gonna be kind of so different, guys. It's not about us and it's not about in the moment pop culture, which is a shocker because that's all we've talked about the entirety of the podcast life. But today we're going to talk about some conspiracy theories. Do you like that eerie sound I just made? I loved it. I really loved that. Actually, that should be our new intro. Oh, I don't think so. We're becoming a conspiracy theory podcast. Yeah, this is something really new. And And a sports podcast and a finance podcast. Right. We're changing it every day. So many avenues. (laughs) (laughs) But... We need to give a disclaimer first and foremost. What? This is a disclaimer to me too. No, you're going to agree. We are not experts in these topics. And I don't foresee people coming to this podcast looking for straight facts and every detail surrounding these conspiracy theories. So if you're disappointed in our level of knowledge, I'm sorry. But we're just girls and we're just trying to have fun. Don't say we're just girls. I hate that. We're not just girls. Girls are smart. Yeah, well, they are. But I'm not I mean, an we expert. Are just girls. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't know things. Don't say we're just girls because girls are smart. 
couldn't be us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, girls in general are smart. We in this podcast are not going to come across as such. No, but we're just going to talk about just the highlights of some conspiracy theories. I specifically looked up Marilyn Monroe and her relation to JFK. And you looked ahead. up. I'm going to save what... it. Oh, okay. The element a, of surprise. A... <laughs> yeah. Just bring it on them. Now I'm nervous. I'm nervous to even start. <laughs> Why? Just because I really, like, I don't know a ton, but I'm very, in- like, it's a very interesting topic to me. It's okay. I'll ask you questions and we can Google it. Oh, Right. I forgot that we could actually research in the moment. We have instant communication with a wealth of knowledge. Right. Okay. Access. I guess I'll just jump right in then. Okay. So everyone knows who Marilyn Monroe is. She's beautiful blonde who's known for her picture of standing over the vent with her dress flying up. She's really just a stunning woman. But you may not know. That she was allegedly having an affair with John F. Kennedy and his brother, Bobby. Did you know that? Yeah. Hmm. I knew that. Cool. So. (laughs) You guys may not, but I did. This is breaking news, guys. Never heard before. (laughs) Marilyn Monroe had an affair. Anyways, so she died at age 36 on August 5th, 1962, of barbiturate overdose, which is. Just drug overdose. So her death was ruled as a probable suicide. So a little bit of background about Marilyn. She was divorced three times. And many believe that she was having an affair with the Kennedy brothers. And it was reported that she'd been threatening to hold a press conference about the relationships with them before she died. Oh, I didn't know that. So her affair rumors were spurred by her singing the sultry happy birthday performance. Mr. President. Exactly. Just like that. Right. That was actually a recording of her, guys. (laughs) We just play the recording. We got permission. Don't worry. So, yes, she sang Happy Birthday, Mr. President, for JFK's 45th birthday celebration at Madison Square Garden. What Just year? Do you know what year that was? When did uh, he 1962. die? 1962. So, when did he, what year did he die? He or her? He. He died in November. Oh, so that's the same year? Ye- yes. Right? I think so, Let's yes. make sure. And it was just a few months before her death as well. So, also, fun fact about that Wait, night. He died in, not, in 1963. Okay, I thought it might be the following year. But, but still, still. These are very close I'm together. I'm going to get into that in a minute. Oh, um, sorry. Literally stop. This is my story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I've, well, I know that you've watched Crime Junkies. If anyone has watched Crime Junkies, I'm being like Brit. Oh God! Interjecting, <laughs> I'll be With like, her. "And why did she do that?" <laughs> As a mother myself, I finally <laughs> see why she was acting this way. No, we we love Brit. Have you seen where um the like Ashley Flowers, the main girl of on Crime Junkies, like always defends Brit? Yes, 
She's always got her back. So Ashley Flowers, don't come at us. We love Brit. Anyway, continue. We're sorry. So a photo was taken that night, and it's the only, supposedly, the only photo of Marilyn Monroe with the Kennedy brothers. And it was kept a Whoa. secret and released in 2010. That's when the photo came out. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So, according to a biographer of Monroe, Peter Lawford was the one who introduced Marilyn Monroe to JFK in 1954. So, she was with him and then with his brother, Bobby. So, it's also claimed that there is a disturbing tape because Monroe's house was bugged the night of her death in which the voices of Lawford and angry Barb Barbie Bobby and a screaming Monroe are audible the night she died. There's a recording. Whoa. Yeah. Is that not kind of crazy? Yeah, and there's a documentary about that that came out not that long ago. It might be on Hulu. I remember watching it, but I don't remember it that well. I can't was it on I, Netflix? It was- Ah, uh, yeah, I think it was on Netflix. I think it was as well. So, there was also um, an interview with her housekeeper, Eunice Murray. I think that's how you say it. Murray, I'm sorry, I don't get it wrong. And he said there was, quote, moment where she put her head in her hands and said the words of the effect, oh, why do I have to keep covering this up? That's what the housekeeper said. When she was at, or he, I I can't tell if that's a man or a woman name, when they were asked about the the death of her. So that in itself is kind of crazy. Are you just being sarcastic with these woes or are you actually intrigued? No, I'm being serious. I did not know these things. This is insane. Okay, good. Okay, good. Even if it's not true, it's still like, whoa, you know? So to that statement she made, or he, they were asked... Covering what up? Oh, it's a woman. Covering what up, Miss Murray? And she said, well, of course Bobby Kennedy was there. And of course there was an affair with Bobby Kennedy. So she confirmed that Bobby Kennedy was there the night that Marilyn killed herself. So they obviously go and investigate. But fun fact, after Marilyn died... Her body took six over six hours to get from her house to the morgue. Yeah, that's what like the that's what that documentary was mostly about. Right. But it doesn't answer any questions. No. So Mon- one of Monroe Monroe's husbands, Joe DeMago, I'm butchering these names, but it was her second husband. He was a baseball player. He DiMaggio, blames- Joe DiMaggio. Okay, good. Thank you. And that's that's the that's the couple that everyone compares Taylor and Travis to. Anyway, continue. Really? Yeah, because he was a baseball player. Yeah. He blamed the Kennedys for her death. And he said, and I quote, I always knew who killed her, but I didn't want to start a revolution in this country. She told me someone would do her in, but I kept quiet. They did that's- my poor Marilyn. They did in my poor Marilyn. She didn't know what hit her. <gasps> Is that not? I, have, I actually have chills. I'm scared. Crazy. In room. <laughs> okay, she's not there with you. Don't worry. That's creepy. I know. It's very, very terrifying. 
So it says that obviously Bobby came to visit and it led to an intense argument. And from there, she overdosed. And a big, like, speculation many people had is wow, wasn't like any of the pill components found in her. And I read that the pills had had enough time to be metabolized by her liver and was through her bloodstream. And that was why. So it kind of debunked those theories. But in 1985, a woman claimed that her ex-husband, actor Peter Lawford, if you recall, was the man who introduced Monroe to the Kennedys, went to Monroe's house the night she died and destroyed a note that the distraught actress left before she died. Who said that? Peter Lawford's ex-wife. <gasps> yes. Whoa. So, just to, obviously, this is just ha-ha-ha points. They don't suspect the Kennedys had her murdered. But they do suspect that the Kennedys, like, tampered with all of the investigation to cover their high ends and to oh, make sure, sure that they didn't come down in her killing. Most definitely. So I would say that, I would say that's not even, like, I, I, in my head, that is true. Have you seen the movie slash Know the Story of Chappaquiddick? Mm -mm. I think it's Chappaquiddick. One of the Kennedy brothers, this is true, um... What they were all like drinking somewhere, and then one of them drove away. I don't know the details, but they drove away with this woman in the car. And I don't even know her name. I feel like I should say her name to like you know recognize her. Because <laughs> we're the only people in the world remembering her. There's a whole movie about it. Hang on, let me find her name. Okay, the lady's name was Mary. Mary Jo, I'm not going to attempt to say her last name because I don't know how to say Thanks, it. Thanks, Mary but Jo. Thank you, Mary Jo, for outing the Kennedys. Um, mm. So he was driving away. They go over this bridge. The car, he's like intoxicated. The car flips um, and goes underwater into like a pond or something. Um, he gets out. She does not get out. She dies there. Oh. And then the Kennedys like, at first attempt to cover it up and like it's this whole big thing so the kennedys are just generally shady especially that generation they really and the more i read i was just like what is going on yeah. guys shady mcfaderson so shady mcfaderson <laughs> <laughs> this is where you come for all your formal <laughs> investigative terms god shady mcshaderson oh, add it to your vocab that would be my catchphrase <laughs> you're gonna my be a lawyer phrase. and be like i'm sorry judge but this is shady mcshaderson's here <laughs> <laughs> i object your honor <laughs> your honor this is some serious shady mcshaderson business <laughs> okay i'm just gonna briefly hit jfk okay pun not intended <laughs> oh man okay sorry guys <laughs> briefly hit him <laughs> so shortly after noon on november 22nd <clears throat> not to make this about me but that's my birthday 
<laughs> That's actually the whole thing. You're the reincarnation of Jay. <laughs> you're so wrapped. Um, I actually chose this whole conspiracy theory just to talk about myself. So, November 22nd, guys, don't forget it. Shortly afternoon on November 22nd, 1963, President John F. Kennedy was assassinated as he rode in a motorcade through Dilly Plaza in downtown Dallas, Texas. So, I think that you might have said that wrong. Dilly? Um, Daily? It's whatever, guys. <laughs> Just roll with the punches, y'all. <laughs> so, his wife was with him. Miss Kennedy, and I read this earlier, and it's so sad, but they had just lost their baby in August right before Mm -hmm. then. I'm not sure if it was a stillbirth or if the baby died after. I'm not sure all the details of that, but I just thought that was, I can't imagine the pain that she experienced losing her baby, her husband, and then if I'm not mistaken, her other son passed too did he not in a plane crash yeah but that might have been a long time later i don't but still imagine a lifetime of heartbreak like that yeah i don't know if she was alive when that happened anyway yeah so there were like crowds of people everywhere they were riding in it was like a convertible type thing the top was down so you could they were fully exposed so the car was turning down main street and at 12 30 gunshots were fired so what the government has said is that only one bullet hit JFK, but all the other sources say that there were three bullets fired. And if you watch the video, you can see him grab his neck and then he's hit in the head. And like, what is, this is actually trigger warning, gut wrenching is part of his head is blown off. And you can see Jackie like jump on the bed of the convertible, like trying to grab it. She didn't know what had happened. You can see her, like, reach back. It is terrible. I've seen the video, but I didn't really ever think, like, she was trying to grab it. That's what it, it's what it looks like. So, I mean, I don't really know how you would say that only one bullet was fired when there's video proof, like, telling so are otherwise. Are you a proponent of the, like, two shooters theory? I don't know. Multiple gunmen? I don't know. See, hold on. And then there's also this whole other aspect. I'm gonna butcher his name. I'm sorry. Paul Landis, 88, who is Jackie Kennedy's Secret Service detail, has opened up about his role on the fateful day in a memoir that came out in October of some year. So he basically said that he was riding in the convertible behind the president's limousine and claims that he found an intact bullet in the seam of the limousine's cushioning, slipped it into his coat pocket, and left it on the Kennedy's stretcher. The bullet then ended up on Canali's empty stretcher, which is the other man who was shot in the back, but he survived. As the hospital staffer was moving them around, the bullet got moved. And since then, they've not been able to locate it. So that is going to debunk any theory that there was only one bullet if a whole intact bullet was found in the cushion but what couldn't it have been not hit anyone well if jfk had to get hit in the neck head and canali got hit in the back and you're going to tell me the bullet was still intact but i don't know if he got hit in the neck but either way 
why was there's no way Didn't that they know how many how many shots were fired i would assume by the sound how many do they say was fired what i heard is that the governor governor government said there was one but any other sources i've read said there's multiple so here are the theories of who had jfk murdered the cia the mafia vice president lyndon b johnson paused Kennedy was struck a second time by a fatal shot to the head. Yeah. All the other sources, but I think... The Warren Commission made no finding as to whether this was the second or third bullet fired and concluded that the second shot to strike Kennedy entered the rear of his head. Oh, that's what people are always so sketchy about, is that his His... head goes back. Mm Mm-hmm. So how did it hit the back of his head? Yeah, and you can see it go. I mean, he's bent yeah, over video, a little, holding the his video, neck. That's what's so insane is that you can and and I've been there. I forgot to share this part with you. What are you finished? Uh, I was just reading off who they think did it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Orchestrated it. Okay. The CIA, the mafia, Vice President Lyndon B. Johnson. I think I'm saying his first name right, but mm-hmm. not sure. The you Cuban are. Prime Minister, and then. The KGB, which is the Russian CIA. And people think that they there was a target on him because he wanted to withdraw from the Vietnam War. And war is just a huge revenue for anyone involved. Government, so many people make money off of war. So, as I said earlier, the love of money is the root of all evil. <laughs> That's the theme of our podcast. Yep. I've also heard that he um, maybe, like, was planning to expose the CIA and all these different groups, you know? Really just, I think the government was threatened. Yeah. Felt threatened by J.F. Kennedy. Because he said, all you have to fear is fear itself. It wasn't that J.F.K. I think that probably not. Because it's a quote, so therefore I'm probably (laughs) quoting it wrong. Um. So I've been I've been there to it might be called Dealey Square. Don't remember. It's um, spelled D E A L E Y. That's Dealey, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, um first of all, where they say the bullet was shot from and where he was in the direction of his head really doesn't make any sense truly. Secondly, when you go and stand, you can go, it's now a parking lot, what the grassy knoll was where they say the second gunman was. Um, First of all, it makes much more sense that the second gunman would have been there. Secondly, when you go there, and this is totally the placebo effect, I was totally like thinking that this is where the second gunman was. So I was, you know, trying to feel something, but I was like, this feels weird. Like the air feels different here, you know? Yeah. And that totally was probably me being dramatic, but who knows? Maybe it really was. No, maybe you're the myth buster. Maybe I'm literally the myth buster. Well, since I'm JFK reincarnated, it's like through me, you had that feeling. Probably because we're so close, as you so can tell close. by our friendship test. <laughs> we're the closest of close. But anyways, guys, I know that I probably didn't do these stories justice, but they're interesting. It's so interesting. And 
um, I'm just going to do my two honorable mentions of other, actually I have three of other conspiracy theories that I think are very interesting and then I'll give you the stage. Okay. I was going to do Princess Diana, but she's just, she's been covered, guys. You did not need to hear Mally talking about Princess Diana. And then Martin Luther King Jr. being killed by the government. I think that's interesting. Ooh. That and, was a little too, like, touchy, though. And how that everyone... Makes me sad. Sorry. Right. How everyone that gets close to the Clintons or gets close to exposing the Clintons somehow end up dead. That one's also a little too current. You might get killed for talking about that. I know. So, if you all... If the Friends in the Wild podcast becomes one friend in the wild, you know what happens. <laughs> no, they would definitely take us both out. Okay, I'm giving you the floor. Yes. You're passing the torch? Yes, okay, I'm more guys. out. Long awaited. Oh. I, geez, <laughs> 34 minutes awaited. I will be covering the conspiracy of the Denver airport. Allie, do you, you know about this? it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll talk about my honorable mentions later. Okay. Um, I decided this one was more of a conspiracy rather than just a mystery, you know? Okay. I'm we down. totally do mysteries later. I think we should. Oh, I'm anyway. all for a mystery. Mally, do you know much about the Denver Airport conspiracy? I heard that it's a cartel ring. Possibly. Really? Like that a drug cartel? Like, just legit. Like, there's a lot of, like, I don't know that this is true, but I'll, it could just be. That there's a lot of, like, human trafficking, drug trafficking that comes in and out of the Denver airport. Not sure. That's not part of my conspiracy theory. Oh, jeez. That could could just be true. Um, No theory. Only facts. Yep. Um, Let me pull this up one sec. Okay. First things first. A lot of billionaires, very powerful people, powerful companies, and some you know, very rich people who kind of live under the radar are buying land around the Denver airport. Okay. Really? If you've ever been there, you know that it's kind of secluded, which most airports are sort of, you know, off the path of, you know, sort of away from the city, the actual city. But this one, you know, it's in Colorado. It's kind of just desolate around there. And Mm -hmm. a lot of millionaires and rich people are buying land around it, which is just shady in and of itself. Why are they doing that? Why do you want random land in Colorado? Okay. When the airport was built, it went $2 billion over budget and took three more years than was planned to build, which isn't that crazy in and of itself. Um, But whenever we get into some more of these... uh, aspects it does get to be a little shady so i don't even want to really mention this because i don't think this is true but a lot of people say this is always at the starting place for this conspiracy theory that it's layout it's runways can you see this mally no (laughs) are laid out in a swastika (gasps) yeah now that's freaky and i'm looking at them right here and i don't think it's a clear swastika But it's a conspiracy theory. You know, people take this and run. So that is... We're running. (laughs) Yeah. And and also, though, a pinwheel is kind of a common layout. It's a common shape. So, you know, I'm I'm not taking that anywhere. Okay. Next. 
above the um, baggage claim. I almost said garbage claim. Okay. <laughs> above the baggage claim uh, in one of the little terminals, there are gargoyles hanging up. Okay. That are like looking. Okay. Um, so there's just, there, there's the gargoyles above the baggage claims. And then there's multiple murals throughout the airport that are depicting like war scenes with their almost futuristic, very, very weird war scenes. And there's even one where it looks like a futuristic soldier, but he's wearing something that's similar to a gas mask. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. It looks like a Nazi soldier, but sort of like from the future. I'm uh, sorry, but like out of all the paintings we're going to hang seriously. in an airport, why are we hanging war photographs? Seriously. And everyone's like, oh, they depict, uh, say everyone, the people who are defending this are like, they depict peace. It's like peace among, um, I mean, the, some of the names of them are in peace and harmony with nature. Okay. Looks like destruction. <laughs> children of the world children of the world dream of peace looks like destruction i mean there's just like weird soul you can you can google this okay you just google like denver airport artwork okay and all of this comes up okay then we get a little further there's a denver international airport plaque in the middle or somewhere in this airport. Okay. March 19th, mm-hmm. 1994 is on it. Then there's the Masonic Temple. I mean, not the Masonic Temple. There's the Masonic symbol with a capital G on it. Okay. That's like the um, Mason, like Freemason symbol. A mm-hmm. lot of people think that that has to do with the Illuminati to start with. But then underneath the symbol, it says New World Airport Commission. Now, have you heard of the theory of the New World Order? Mm-mm. It's basically like a lot of people think that like old George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush and a lot of uh, a lot of presidents have been like proponents of the New World Order, which is basically. OK, no one really knows exactly what it is, but it's kind of just like a small group of very powerful people working together like throughout history to establish like this global universal government okay Hmm. and in that theory comes along like the lizard people and lots of alien stuff but the new world order is generally just like a like a cabal of powerful people who are trying to take over the entire world and have been for centuries And on this plaque, it says the New World Airport Commission. And when you Google the New World Airport Commission, and it's on a plaque in the Denver airport, you would think that it would be very Googleable, right? Mm -hmm. It says that it doesn't exist and it never has existed. Like like it literally pops up on Google and says this has never existed. What? How are we feeling so far? We're feeling eerie and like I'm never flying to Denver. No, I've been to the Denver airport, but it was before I knew anything about this. Luckily, or I might have been taken out. <laughs> it's before we started the podcast, so it wasn't a target on your back. Before, before we had this huge platform to share, <laughs> share information. Um. Anyway, so yeah. And a lot of people think that the Masons are in on that. Um. 
But That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. We could do a whole podcast on the Freemasons. Let's not, though. Um, anyway. Also, this is a big one. Underneath the Denver airport, this is somewhat proven, somewhat, you know, conspiracy theory theorists have taken off with this. There are tunnels underneath the Denver airport, lots of them, okay? And apparently when you're in the uh, trams that go underneath the airport and you look out the windows, you can see some of the tunnels, like, going way back in there. And immediately. I know. Crazy, Mm -mm. huh? Um. So there's all kinds of tunnels. A lot of people say that there are tunnels that lead to a space complex um, near the airport, but it's like 100 miles away. It's like 93 miles away. And apparently there's a tunnel that runs all the way to this complex. How did they even make something that long? A tunnel. 93 miles long. That's probably why it went $2 billion over budget. Yeah. Building them tunnels. But then a lot of people say that they built five buildings before they even built the airport and then buried them. Oh. Didn't tear them down. Married Buried. them underneath the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting, huh? Right. Yes. Very. There's more. There's more? I think. Jeepers. I saved this for last because I think this is insane. Okay. okay I'm ready. Bracing myself. Outside of the Denver airport, there mm-hmm. is a huge blue horse. It weighs 9,000 pounds. It's a Mustang. Its name is Lucifer. Okay. And it has red eyes. No. Giant blue Mustang, red eyes. It gets better. This statue killed its owner. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm you losing you. <laughs> That's actually true, okay. Um it's it's stat the statue's artist, Luis Jimenez Jimenez. Um half a third of the statue, so it would be three thousand pounds, fell on this man and killed him. So it pulled a toy story and came to life. Seriously. It Wait, who finished it? I think it was, oh no, before, this is before the statue had been completed. A piece of the statue Someone fell on Someone said, hmm, let's finish it anyways. <laughs> it's a murderer. Why do you do that? A piece of the statue fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. <gasps> That's sad. Lucifer yeah. literally is a killer. And then they thought, I think I'm going to finish this statue and put it outside the Denver airport. And name it Lucifer. And name it Lucifer. Yep. Ew, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want more information, you can just go to reddit.com and top in <laughs> the Denver airport, and there's all kinds of stuff. There are past employees talking about how they've seen things in the tunnels. <gasps> I I'm mean, not going in a tunnel. I'm sorry. It's terrifying. Nothing scares so me I more will, than a tunnel. I will not be flying through Denver anytime soon. No, my dad flew through Denver in like a few months ago and he said it was actually rather peaceful to be a large airport honestly when i was there they do have i mean even like in just the hallways like the i don't know when you're going between like the terminal like terminal a and terminal b yeah to like get to different food places or whatever there's a lot of like eclectic lighting and stuff 
and it's called it's, the twilight it's zone very different from other airports i thought in a good way but maybe uh, it's not such a good way wrong that's terrifying i know what are your honorable mentions db cooper or dan cooper the man who disappeared off a plane in like the 60s i think that's a really mm-hmm. good one um, yeah. but it is more of a mystery um what are the other oh avril lavigne di- apparently people think that she She's died dead. in like 2003 and was replaced by a body double there are a lot of people that they think that about also just mm-hmm. the lizard people um and how like a lot of celebrities are actually secretly lizard people and sometimes when they're being interviewed and they glitch like it literally looks like they glitch and that they're actually lizard people controlling the world through the new world order so all of these really connect so they they go to the denver airport yep that's where they go for their illuminati meetings it's also thought to be a hub for the illuminati we're playing with fire right now i know it's actually scary like I'm a very, like, when I lay down and go to sleep tonight, I will be terrified. Yeah, I like to keep my peace, and right now I'm choosing the exact opposite. Yep. But this was something we've never done before. (laughs) We hope that you all were slightly entertained. We know we're not good storytellers. We know it, guys. Don't even tell us. We know we're not good. But we tried our hardest. And that's all we can do. I think we did okay. if... We are dead before the next episode. You'll know why. Seriously. Or at least there will be conspiracy theories as to why. <gasps> We're the next we'll be conspiracy. The next <gasps> Ooh. In That's 10 boy, years. In 10 years, some little 22-year-old girls will be making a podcast. And we will the Conspiracy the of the Friends in the Wild podcast. Oh my gosh. It could Terrifying. happen. Oh, totally. Well, that's all I have for this week. Me too. Is your heart and mind clear before we disappear till the end of time? And we cut it a little short. Good job, us. Yes. So we hope that you all enjoyed this week's episode. Um, Continue to tell us what you want to hear because we're tired of coming up with original ideas. We would love to know. Actually, we've come up with a couple today. We're being very creative. Very, very creative. All right, guys, we hope that you all have the best week ever, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. See you.